0: Thank you, Lord. So, good to be back. I was gone for the last three Sundays, two weeks off, got rest. Now I'm ready to fly. But isn't that key? We need to get our rest. If we don't, sometimes we just need to stop so that God can get a hold of us. We're really good doers in North America. But we actually need to learn the rest. In the rest of God, things happen. Chris Walton actually uh, posted something this week I think he shared somebody else's quote of and I won't unquote because I'm not quoting it, because it can't but it was something about, you're not tired because you're too busy, you're tired because you're not doing things that you're passionate about, pretty much. Because when you're passionate about what's going on, you have the energy to do stuff. And I tell you, I can feel it already coming into this fall season in this ministry. There's a passion and expectation rising that only God can release. And but the coolest thing, and I declare that you guys have been saying yes. Because I can see it in the Spirit. I can feel it, you guys. We've been praying this week. I literally saw in the Spirit this, this, this crying out from our, from our family here of saying, come on, we want to have something new. We want something fresh. We want, we want to be changed from the inside out. We want heaven to manifest through us. Come on. I think Jeremy said it. It's it's been a word going around in a lot of ministries. It's like, we want the fresh testimony. We thank you for the testimony, but the word testimony means do do it again, God. 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 And when we get hungry, it comes. But we have to choose. I love it. We were singing that song about Lord, I give you everything. Have your way, God. But we have to go from this mouthpiece saying that to actually a heart attitude. Because he might ask you to do something you don't want to do. Right? We actually have to choose to get past this and go through our heart. It's like I could hear in the prayer meeting downstairs, like, you guys, let's do what we would do if we were alone with God right now. You know what? You would say, wow, that might scare some people. Let's have it. Let's have it. If it's real, let's have it. That's like I'm not saying be weird to be weird, but you know what? You read the word of God. Oh, I'm gonna getting into some stuff. You start reading Ezekiel. There's some weird stuff in there, but somehow it made it in here because to God that's not weird. Because oh, I heard a like, oh, I'm gonna I should write these things down. But basically, this it's it's said that it's like. Um, because people are like, well, is it really God when people get hit, when they vibrate, when they do weird things, da da? da. Well, sometimes heaven, God, actually touches to mankind. And guess who wins every time? God! That's God winning. Oh, I've been there. How, how many times, I'm Like, Lord? Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> Kevin, you said yes. It's a dangerous prayer when you actually say yes, and you mean it. You want more words? You want more stuff? You want more revelation of the word? Give your yeses. God is a God of faithfulness. He loves those who stay faithful. And he will impart and release to those who are staying faithful. Actually, I felt that was a word in prayer this morning. I just want to release that there is a breakthrough. Hear my heart. But there's something about those who have been faithful in the spirit right now that are about to move into another level. That doesn't mean, hey, you're like, whoa, 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 I've been struggling and I just turned back to the Lord. I'm giving more now. Then grab a hold of it because you've been faithful today. Come on. He's a God of today. But there is something about the faithfulness of God that is being rewarded in this hour. I feel that. It's those who stood the test of time, those who said, I'm still going to go. Get this one. I just heard him say it's those who decided not to speak poorly when they're brought into the conversation to speak poorly of another brother or sister. Come on, we got to get real. We're going to talk about healing with, in the realms of eternity and glory, da, da, da. but if, you know how fast the Spirit of the Lord moves, or the awareness of the Spirit of the Lord? Let's put it that way, because God never leaves you nor forsakes you. Is he leaves, as soon as you start taking down one of his, his children, guess what? Even the unsaved are his children. He doesn't like that. He actually can't work with that. Sorry, it's a little harsh, but it is truth. I'm saying this stuff, and this is the get back to Winsome, Pump and Winsome. This is the stuff you're going to get in school because we actually want to see people get past where they're at. I'm telling you, it's an hour to get some thicker skin. It is because we need to want, if you want to grow, you actually have to be real with yourself. You have to be real. I wasn't going to go here. But, but, but... It, I have brought this up on every message for months and months and months. But create in me it, it, created me a clean heart. Simple verse. So simple. David declares, create in me a clean heart, oh God. But it's amazing how that verse is where the months keeps saying more revelation, more revelation, and, and he points it in you. And he's, you know, you know what the, really he's been speaking to me so much about is just the reminder of creating me. Not go and figure Lord, create in will us a clean heart. No, he says, create in me. We're very good at trying to figure out. And then, get this one. They were like, Lord, create me a clean heart. But it's be- I can't do that because so and so. No, it doesn't work. Because again, it's created me a clean heart. You guys, this, these are the things that break through. It's when you actually come before the Lord and say, Lord, I want you to actually go deep. I'm going to actually open every door. I'm giving my real yes, not partial yes. And you guys, he's so good that it's actually the greatest journey of your life. But you have to be willing. Because I'll, I'll be honest, there's things that all of a sudden I'm like, I've, and he's like, Kevin, no, no, you can't blame that for that reason. You can't blame. You know what? Stop blaming finances for being the reason you're not doing what God wants you to do. God didn't, Jesus didn't walk around worrying about finances. Dude, he had the guy looking after finances knowing that he's a, a cheat. But you know what happens with Jesus is when you give your yes and you multiply you, you connect with Jesus' vision that's on your life it always multiplies well, what happened with the loaves and the fish multiplication it is anything to do with Jesus it multiplies so don't worry about how much you start with we have to start the church has to come into that realm where we are actually the head and we're not just saying we're the head and not the tail yeah. where our words become reality Hello. oh come on oh man I was on vacation, so I had to listen to a bunch of stuff, too. I like Chris Bolton's podcast, Pump It Right Now. Dude, Cultural uh, Catalyst, incredible. They brought on this amazing lady. Actually, she works for the ministry now, but her and her husband are business people, and she just brings practical wisdom to the church because the church is supposed to actually be in wealth. Not well, This is not a prosperity message, guys, but we're actually in Scripture. Not suppo- we're supposed to be the lenders and not the borrowers. I, who wants to be known as the lender and not the borrower? But it's going to take finding out what heaven's doing to do that. It's going to take your yes. Very rarely do you run into somebody that has had that breakthrough in their life finance that didn't have to go through something. Oh, I wasn't going here, so now I'm throwing. But where there's a shift happening, guys. And it's, I feel it's the best way to almost say it is like, for me, I could feel in the spirit, it's like I'm trying to find what, what's holding me back. What's holding me back? Because I don't want nothing to hold me back. I want to go forward. And often, it's something in here. Like, right? If it's the renewing of the mind, it's something, it's a mindset. It's, some of our biggest breakthroughs are the smallest mindsets. Man, we can't walk around blaming others of why, well, I don't feel connected in the church. Well, then connect with somebody. No, no. We, I, I want to hit this a little bit because we say it and we try to be nice. because oh, we, oh, we don't want to tell people to be too intense because they might leave the church. Well, if God wants you here, you're going to stay. Yeah, on. Yeah, on. No, like, but the thing is, is if you're supposed to be connected, then do something about it. Yeah, come don't come to me and say, well, I don't feel connected to anybody. Uh, did you listen to Willis's transition? Did you connect with the life group? Well, that's scary. Yes. <laughs> it is. But you, that, that takes, it's your yes. I couldn't live without people around me that are stirring us up. You need to have people around us stirring us up. And in community, you find that. You need people. You know what's so cool? This is a big plug for Life Group right here. Our Life, if, you, if you're newer to this community, it is not a typical, when you say Life Group, so to most places. I'm not saying other people don't do this. The th- fact is, is that you don't come and meet together and do a Bible study. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest, when Wells Linda joined and gave us vision, I was like, oh my goodness, this makes no sense what you're bringing. This would never work because that's what we're supposed to do. We do the Bible study. You gather around that. You watch a video of Danny Silk or something. And we talk about it, make it easy. But they brought in this thing called real community where you actually eat together. You spend time together. And actually start hearing from each other. Because who's who knows that every one of you is called to look like Jesus, which means you're a shepherd, which means you're a pastor. So you're supposed to be pastoring one another. You know how awesome it is, and I hear testimony and testimony to know that you have those those who have chosen because it's a choice. It's a lifestyle choice. It takes your time. Life group takes time. I'm going to warn you right now, because I don't want you to complain to Will's later on. Know what you're getting into. It takes your time and your energy. But I'm telling you, it's worth it because you will have people backing you up. Yes. You don't have to live life going on your own. Yes. This is no, no slam on a, on a prayer chain. I love prayer chains, but you know how cool it is when you can actually pick up your phone and phone and actually talk to a bunch of people and, and all of a sudden people getting a hold of you. How are you doing? I heard this has happened to your kid. Da 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 da. Because that's the reality of walking in Christ. Oh, I better get to a message. There's something happened, but we need heaven on us. I love talking about heaven, I really do. I love the fact that Jesus said, that Heaven's at hand. But what does that look like in your life today? It's a great word. Jesus did it, so it's the best word. He went in a while and said, Repent, heaven is at hand. What did it look like for Jesus? Miracles, signs, wonders. Love, acceptance, truth, people getting sins forgiven. Something's happening. But you actually have to spend time in the heavenlies. Well, what does that mean? The Word of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The church. Oh, Banning Leapcher said this once. So I'll blame him. I like blaming, so using the quote because then you guys can't get mad at me. He said, The reason there's so much dead. <laughs> I'm going to be careful. He says, That the reason why intercession is not where it should be in the church today in North America is because we stopped reading this. When you read this, you get hungry and you have to pray. Because if you really read, not read, get my 15-minute devotion in. When you read, and and what is this? The living word. And you ask the Holy Spirit to come. And as you read the word, you spend nine months in creating me in a clean heart. Instead of 30 seconds, it goes, oh, yeah. It was fun. Just the other day, I won't get in. I was reading, and he just said, stop. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I stop there? And I read it. I read it. And all of a sudden, I'm like, ooh, there's some nugget in there. I'm not sharing it either. Because that's the thing. Some things you do with the Lord aren't just supposed to be shared to everybody. Because I'm telling you, I didn't get that. I, didn't, I wasn't spending time with the Lord at that moment for a word this Sunday morning. I was spending it to be with him. Because I want to grow i want to experience miracles and signs and wonders it is great to watch all the teachings but this is the ultimate teaching i'm gonna be obedient and read what he told me to read right from the beginning in the this is isaiah 6 1-8 we got to get heaven on us guys we need to experience the glory realm and we need to know these parts of scripture because you know what we're all been invited for an encounter and it looks different. I have, quickly, I just want to say in the charismatic movement, sometimes our downfall is sometimes we puff up the encounter instead of just saying, hey, your encounter is your way. God speaks to everyone differently. And I don't want to be very clear about God speaks to everybody differently. So do not great encounters. There isn't somewhere in the Bible that said, Jesus doesn't go, oh, and then I'll tell you a story about when Ezekiel had the, the good, the, the greater level encounter compared to when Mary met the angel and was told it. Like, he, we use that language, you guys. There's no greater words. There's no greater level. It's all Jesus. He didn't, I can't find it in a Scripture where it's like Paul's going, well, then there was these words, and then there's those who did these words, and, and then there's those who did these miracles, but then there's the, those, you know, the creative miracle guys, they're the real ones. There's no separation in here. Jesus doesn't work like that. And the more we, we break that down, the more we have access to because it actually gives you reality that you can actually achieve something. Because you're a child of the living God. You're a son and a daughter, and we need to stop trying to prove ourselves to him and actually be a child. We do. My kid is not sitting downstairs right now in Sunday school trying to figure out how to be a son to me. No, he's not but he puts demands on me yeah. all the time yeah. he actually's not even worried about making me too happy i'll be honest they love me but it's like you know what i mean kids yeah. because he knows i'm gonna do it anyways That's, yeah. i'm a sucker that way i'll be honest my wife donna's amazing and she's a little better hey kevin you can't do that they didn't listen but i'm like ah because my god's so good and i try to reflect him and then she's like well i don't know if god would do that let him get away with that but i'm like sometimes. So let's just read this together here. But I want to read it as an an encounter that you could have. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not reading this so that we go, oh, now we take the coal because that's usually what you do and we're sending. I'm reading this because this is heaven. This is an encounter somebody had and if it's in the Bible it's truth. So this isn't some floaty information. This isn't some like maybe imagination. This is real. Okay? But we need to start understanding that heaven is at hand. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train as a robe filled the temple. Come on. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings, and two he covered his face, and two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another, saying, Holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Holy, holy. Holy, holy Lord, we ask for your holiness in this room. Your the, the wowness of what he's experiencing here. The fact that this is this is this is bigger and greater than anything we can hope or imagine. Like this is come on, the word said he's bigger than everything. Don't just listen to these words and just let them pass through the mind. Grab them in the heart and take them as seeds, saying, I can have that. I want something. I want to experience something that wrecks me and the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out and the house was so filled with smoke come on you guys it's shook where's our shakings we need our shakings come on some of us need some shakings to bring the fear of God back into our lives come on some things we say about the Lord and say hey God said this God is not telling you to leave the church because you're offended I'll tell you right now I'm telling you right now he doesn't work like that it's not his voice Oh, you don't understand. I've been, I can really hear. Well, that's great. Get some counsel. I'm not saying you can't leave, but don't tell them because you're offended. Now, if you're offended and you've brought it to and discussed it and it worked out and didn't work out, that's one story. But don't just say, well, I'm offended. Because family sticks together. And I, one of my biggest pet peeves is hearing people speak on behalf of God, which makes no sense to Scripture. God is a lover. He cares. He's not excited. You know what? He's not excited that anybody perish. That's what the Bible says. That means he doesn't want anyone to go to hell. Yeah. doesn't matter how mean they are. Oh, you don't know. You don't know my so-and-so, this, happened. doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Get heaven on you. Yeah. On. When heaven's on you, you see the, the, the shaking. That You have a God that could change anything. Yeah. When you see that the temple was shook, that he's on a throne, sitting there with full command. Oh, man. Woe is me, he says. I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King of the Lord of hosts. Lord, give us that reverence. Give us that, that feeling of so much of like, oh my word, I just met with God. Yeah. The Lord got after him once. He says, why did you tell, why, you? I'm excited person, so I say these things sometimes, and I'm like, I've been with, just been with Jesus. And he says, why do you have to tell somebody that? If you, really, if you are, you, they'll know anyways. You don't have to tell people we've been with Jesus. If you've been with Jesus, they'll know it. Yes. By what? Our fruit. Wait a minute, these are Bible verses. <laughs> Whew. Then one of the seraphims flew to me, having in his hand a live coal which he had taken with the tongs from the altar, and he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is purged. Come on. When you spend time with Jesus, you get cleansed. Because he wants you to have, you know, he wants you free so you can be free. Because when you let that touch you, when you spend time with Jesus and he's like, hey, oh, you want more, Kevin? Oh, let's just, oh, there's something there. Oh, let's Lord clean that up. Let's deal with that. Oh, guess what? Now when the enemy comes, nope, not my problem. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the lies. He doesn't have anything on you. That's why he wants you free. You know that when you accepted Jesus Christ and accepted what on the cross and his blood, you you, you believe that his blood washed away all your sins, they were washed. Read scripture. Your sins are forgiven. But you want freedom in your walk? That's where it's a relationship. That's where you spend time with him. Oh, yeah. We have to realize of of actually knowing that it's actually been done. You guys, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died for each one of us but he came out of that that tomb alive it's done and he actually says it's done yeah. miracles happen because it's done now i spent a lot of time with the lord even for this, this message and studied and, and all that stuff but he, the truth was it was done before i got here that's just my now me bringing things into the natural Everything's been done already. The gospel, every message that's ever going to be preached on this that's a God message from this pulpit is actually already in here. It, the gospel's simple, guys, that it's done. I finish. It is finished. It is done. I'm back. Here you go. Go for it. Literally. We're running around going, whoa, the devil hit me. You guys, we stop calling the devil a tormentor. He's the one tormented. He is tormented daily. That I feel bad for him, honestly. He had no idea what was supposed to happen. He's like, why in the world is he coming out of that tomb? And you know, what? he switched his strategy. The rest of it was, oh my goodness, let's try to convince his, his people, his children that they, it's not real. That's all it is. It's just a lie. It's not real. No, it is real. Why? Because we've seen the living God move in the land of the living. We've seen it. Our inner reality has to be greater than the outer reality. Your inner reality has to be greater. But the only way you're going to have an inner reality is reading this word. The word of God transforms you. It it changes you. Instead of of going, oh my goodness, the worship's, um, not here of course, but oh, the worship's feeling dead this morning. I can't really feel like I can enter in. No, Ezekiel, I mean Isaiah 6, the throne room. I have access to the throne room. What does the word say? Come up here. Come up now. Oh, that's for you. Yes. Come and experience me. Come on. I'm not scared of speaking about experience. Because God, we, that is such a lie of the devil saying we're not supposed to experience him. Well, you're supposed to be by faith. Yes. But Jesus went and, act, and had experiences with people. He loves it. He loves it when he says you should be able to do it by faith. Yes. Just believe. But then he loves showing off with you. He wants you to experience Him. That's Come on. He said it's done. So when your inner reality actually says, I am forgiven, that nothing, today I can ever get closer to Jesus. It's my awareness. You guys, we have this idea, oh, speaking tongue. I'm getting, oh yeah, glory, glory, glory. That's awesome. David's throwing himself, I believe in that stuff, but it's not getting you closer, it's just realigning your, your mindset. It's just bringing you, you're, all you're saying is really, who knows, maybe a lot of our tongues say this, lie, mind, listen to my, the Holy Spirit, mind, listen to the Holy Spirit. It's, like seriously, we need to pray that sometimes. Yeah, that's good, that's good. You know some of the greatest prayers I've ever was taught to do was this, love you Holy Spirit, just honor you Holy Spirit, Th- thank you Holy Spirit, you feel it, it, shifts right away, Holy Spirit we just honor you, why? Because you're actually honoring it. We have, there's too many services, too much of our life, Jesus isn't actually involved. Yeah. Not because he's not there. He's a tag along. He's the third wheel. <laughs> oh, did I say that? Just drop that from the record. But it's true because I'm convicted of it. And I love I love the process. How do we bring heaven into this situation? Come on. Because God is really good. I was out uh, quading on my holidays. And all of a sudden I hear this clearly because I love some re- I'm a little—I'm not supposed to declare that when i was over myself, but like you know what ADD kind of is, like that. You know, your mind goes really fast, so it's when I do things like when I work out or I I hear the Lord really clearly. It's interesting. So I'm quiet. I'm like, and all of a sudden I hear clearly. Kevin, why don't you think I'm good? I'm like, no, the devil. <laughs> Kevin, no, I mean it. And I'm like, what do you mean, Lord? And he says, What do you? You're still trying. You're still trying to please Him. We don't have to please Him, you guys. We're already pleasing Him. I need to become a son that actually knows that He is good. And He always thinks good of me. Always. No matter what. In the worst moments of your life, He still loves you and says you're good and He's calling your destiny up. Because He's saying "You're, you're listening to the wrong truth. He's good because heaven, when heaven's on you, you bring into a room. You know when there's people? It almost bugs you in our church sometimes when there's those people that are really stirred up in the season. And, and, and you almost want them, oh, it'll calm down maybe. Because it bugs you because when they walk in, they're excited, but you're like, well, I didn't sleep very good last night. <laughs> right? And they're going, no, it's stirred up, stirred up, stirred up. Well, they might, oh, those, they're just trying to hyper. Da, da, da. No. Let's engage with each other. Yes. Man. Let's engage with that and say, come on. Because that's back to creating me. What, Lord, why am I offended? You know, he don't want to know the answer sometimes. he would be like, yeah, because you haven't spent time with me. And so you're actually manifesting. Jesus. Did I say that? It's true. You know Christians manifest. Because, you're, because truth is in you. Oh, my goodness. I'm having way too much fun. Oh, I feel good, though. Because God is moving, and he's good. And you know what? I love this. I'll pull some Chris Balton in here. In the Old Testament, when things were going wrong, it's Elijah would be like, the, the, the skies will be shut. Famine in the land. But you guys, we're in the New Covenant. Stop, stop speaking over people. Well, that's happening because they did this, this, and this. Stop judging. Yeah. No, like honestly. Yeah. Especially if you don't really know the situation. It's hard because the, how my mind, like I have a, the way my mind is like, well, i got to figure out the answer. No, I do not need to figure out the answer. No, we don't need to figure out sometimes. We want to have a reason if this isn't working over here. And the reason, Ruji, is we just need more Jesus. Well, that's a simple... Yes, it's that simple. But you don't know where people are at. So we have to be very careful of how we're judging one another. We have, like... Back to don't speak we have to speak positive around those people. Man, maybe that person that's a little zealous on Sunday morning, they might be just pulling everything together they can. Because life's so hard around them. And I'm telling you, they just want you to partner and come along and say God is good. You're going to do this. Some people just need the encouragement. Because it says back to because like, it rains on the just and the unjust in the new covenant, you guys. does that means you it rains on you when you are going all out and it rains on you when you're just kind of getting your ticket to heaven right because that's not the kingdom doesn't work like that the kingdom actually loves you no matter what now do you want the fullness because when you're just getting your ticket to heaven it's like having that bank account with millions of dollars in it and you're not using it Oh. Man, you get wrecked when you hear, you you hear certain people that are doing amazing stuff. Have you ever heard of Mike Bickle? He's incredible doing all this stuff. Did you realize, do you know his testimony? In his early 20s, he had a visitation from Jesus. He was already serving full time, doing all this stuff. And the Lord says, you're wasting your time. If you died today, I would tell you you've wasted your life. Did you ever meet now? If you go find out about his life now, that guy makes sure that his life's in order. because it's Now that's a word for him right? But what I'm saying is, is that you act, God actually expects us to do something. He actually expects us. It says, uh, so Jesus said, I speak to the eternal truth, the son is unable to do anything. Oh, that's, that's not what I was going to read. Matthew five forty five, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. I love it. That people that are actually influencing in the world. Little, little thing here. We got amazing Rianne. She's running for council in Abbotsford. Yeah. Woo! Come on, let's get behind her. Because we can complain all we want of what's going on in our cities and our politics, but if we don't actually empower Christians and believers to get in there, where's the Daniels? It's great. Daniel didn't sit in there and get mad at the king. He brought solutions. Come on. Whew. But we need to know. So we have to spend time in heaven because the good old verse, John five nineteen says, so Jesus said, I speak to you eternal truth. The son is unable to do anything from himself or through his own initiative. I only do the works that I see the father is doing. For the son does the same as he works as his father. Whew. That's why I know Rand didn't just jump in this thing for fun. They got the word and they're going after it. But you know what? If she just sits here and we don't do nothing to help her, we, nothing happens nothing probably will happen you guys it's, it's not this is just one example if you have a word of your life or a dream if you we don't start stepping into it and saying Lord how do we partner in heaven how do we partner in heaven you've got the you've got the first miracle Jesus ever did right the water into, I mean, I'm running of time so I have it down but it's in uh, John John 2 3 to 9 I was gonna read but what happens they came to Jesus and said, hey, we have a problem. And Jesus said, what's the father doing? And the funny situation in this story was, I don't think he was making wine. Because he actually says, he says, not my time, mom. But this is our good father. They said, yeah. But mom needs some help. And you don't need, I want to go with, you guys don't like the idea of what really happens at this moment. He makes something so people can drink. Ooh. And good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Coming for something. Anyway. Uh, but if you know what would have happened? Because what happens here? He actually says, and when they ran out of wine, the, uh, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. Jesus said to her, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to his servant, whatever he says, do it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, when the, when the enemy lies to you and says, not time, not able to do it, you ain't able to do it. You need to start speaking and say, do whatever he says. You need some people in your life that say, do whatever he says. You need your life group to say, do whatever he says. Because if they didn't do the next part, so they did, so now there were set there were six water pots of stone according to the manner of purification of the Jews, containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water and they filled them up. the brim and he said draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast and they took it when the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made into wine and did not know where it came from but the servants who had drawn the water knew the master of the feast called the bridegroom. Why? Because it became water into wine. But if we don't actually listen to the master there will be no wine. It's the simplest truth guys. It's called like the command of the Lord. That is living the reality of the supernatural but you actually have to know what's going on i love the idea i, I have a firm believer if you want to go out we can we're going to pray for miracles today too but if when you go out and you want to just go find somebody that has a crutch and pray for them you want to do that but you know what's even funner is building out a relationship is walking in the room going hey god what are you doing what do you want to do right now yeah. the coolest thing about that is quite often he goes, what do you want to do it is it's the it's the truth he'll be like, what do you want to do what do you feel like? And you know the fun thing is? That God, out of relationship, will start sharing you things, and then he'll be like, well, what do you want to do with it? Right? Because he's given us free will. He loves delight in relationship. The whole Bible tells us it's about relationship. We need our eyes opened so that our, our inner reality will be greater than our outer reality. Everyone loves this verse, this, this story, about in 2 Kings 6, 8, 18, at least the charismatic movement loves it because we're like, open our eyes, God. But that doesn't always mean these. It means opening this to hear. Sometimes those eyes are these ears. Sometimes it's just we need to open up to actually say, I actually believe there's a two-way relationship here. Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel and he consulted with servants saying, my camp will be in such and such a place and the man of God sent to the king of Israel saying beware that you do not place past this place for the Syrians are coming down there you guys get what's going on here God is giving inside information to me that sounds like a fun God that's hilarious (laughs) oh yeah I'll tell you what they're gonna do we need to know what's going on we should be the head and not the tail you should know where the greatest investments are we should know what to do. Like, honestly, how often do we even, you buy a vehicle, do you really ask God to enter this situation with you? Yeah. Come on, he'll tell you which one's not a lemon. Yeah. Come on, little decisions he wants to even be involved with. Because he wants to tell you the secrets. Yeah. And you know what? Oh, I'll keep reading for a so t- And the man of God said, okay, then the king of Israel sent someone to a place which the man of God had told him, and he warned him, and he was watchful there, not just once or twice. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing, and he called his servants and said to him, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? You know what's fun here is You'll make people frustrated around you when God starts hooking you up. Because he likes using you as a sign and a wonder. He loves to point out, hey, how did you get so blessed? <laughs> Jesus. No, no, no. No, no. Honestly. We prayed, we waited, God moved. We got counsel. We got those around us. How in the world? How did they get that? How did they get this? I know. I live a lifestyle that doesn't affect that. I live a, it's a supernatural lifestyle. I had some neighbors for a while there that actually came and talked to me. They're like, Are you selling drugs? I'm not joking. That's literally what they said So uh, before the Lord. I'm like, what? And they're like, well, how are you getting this stuff, God? They're like, I don't understand. And the best part is the one person that really was upset about it. These are friends of mine now in the street. When we refer, Is that the, the biggest, they love Jesus, but they don't involved in a church. You know why? Because they got hurt with to do with finances in a church. And I drive him nuts. How'd you get that, God? But how did you only pay that, God? What do you mean? I don't get this. The church just wants money. Money, money, money. That's what he tells me. I'm like, no. And guess what happened? Literally, a ton of the times that we're getting given stuff, guess who's giving it to me? That guy! I'm not even joking. God uses him. as Like, it cracks me up. Right, Donna? It is the weirdest thing. He's literally ticked off. Like, literally hurt. And I won't get into the story. He was part of a church. There's some corruption happened. But, like, he still does not for many, many years. But the the funniest thing is is he's the one always blessing us. and Because he calls us the priest. Tells me the priest. I'm like, I'm not a priest. <laughs> I guess we all are, but, anyways, I'm not on track at all here. Okay. Um, shh, uh, Therefore, the heart of the king of was greatly troubled by the. oh, okay, yeah, Who's with us? And now one of the servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet, who is in Israel, tells the king of the Israel, the words that you spoke speak in your bedroom. So he said, go and see where he is, that I may send and get him. And I was told him, saying, surely he is in And Therefore he sent horses and chariots and great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, alas, my master, what shall we do? Who feels that sometimes? Woof. Come on, are you getting some gold there, Stacey? Is that what's going on there? Yeah, come on. It's gold in the room. So he answered, do not fear, for those who are for us are more than those who are with us. I'm going to read the next, word, the next verse, but we shouldn't need the next verse. We need to actually know, because we're a new covenant, there's way more for us than against us. No matter what you think, heaven is behind you. Heaven is behind you. I think one of the things we hopefully learned out of COVID was God was never rattled by COVID. Because this is like, in you know, my lifetime, it's the only time I've ever seen the world freaking out. Like, literally, woo! And God would never move; He wasn't worried. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to use this for the greatest revival. Yeah. Dude, do you know the words that are over this generation right now, which is everyone living in this room, that's okay. is billion harvest souls. Yes. Billion harvest souls. And it's, you're starting to see the, the, the awakening of this. Yeah. You know what got me excited? I, I hardly got anywhere in my message. But excited about preaching today because when I was praying into this service, uh, actually Stacy was we were praying too, and we were praying, and I literally saw, and this is in my imag- holy imagination, okay, spiritual imagination, I wasn't trying to, so whatever, very clearly, and I watched in the heavenlies, these two huge angels standing, with these amazing bowls, and they're about to pour out. And I'm like, what in the world is this? And he said, they're gatekeepers to release. What's about one of the greatest things being released on the earth? But I said, oh, is that for Windward? uh, Stacy was on there, on the phone when this happened. And I I literally went, and he goes, and it was weird, because he's like, if they want it. It's something is going on, I'm telling you, in the spirit realm. And it's not about who's who. It's actually about who are willing to take it and run with it. Cause guess what God's heart is? He isn't actually worried. He would love, because I know you brought up, uh, Jeremy brought up last week about a move like Toronto here and stuff. You know how cool God is? I don't think he ever wanted it just to move in Toronto. Well, we know he didn't. It moved all over the world. But he would love it if he heard it at, wind, at Windward here became a massive, th- it is It is coming, because we're saying yes, and it's coming. And he would love it if two churches down the road or something, it's the same thing. He's not limited. We got to break this. This isn't going, oh, God, it's us. Please, please, it's us. Please, please, beg. No. Just say, I accept what you've always wanted. Yeah. And you know what he always wanted? He wanted a people that could be lit on fire. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. You studied the Toronto Airport revival? It was stumbled on. Yes, there were some words given before it on, but listen to Randy Clark, which was a major part of it. He, he didn't make it happen. He had no intentions to make it happen. But there became a hunger. And they stewarded a word, because they were given a word months before. They said, they literally gave a word that was about in the, like this. That it was going to break out, something was going to happen. And they actually were like, ah, I think that this. I don't think you guys understand where our size of a church is. Stop looking at what we look like. I felt this, okay, this is a little different. Look at if there's an empty chair around you. Just declare over it right now, be filled with the lost. But I declare that this place will be filled with the lost that are getting set free and saved. We bring them in every chair. This place will be hard to find a spot. Come on. We have to start bringing that reality of the glory realm in. Where in the glory things just happen. Man, gold dust starts happening. Man, things have been happening. So then what happens? He prays and the Lord said, I open his eyes that he may see, Lord. He prays. Lord, open their eyes. I declare, open our eyes to see that there is potential in what we are about to do here, God. I don't pray that just few of us get this eruption in our heart that something's whatever. That every person would be, Lord, I release that you release that hunger in us that says we have to see more. Yeah. And I'm not going to put it on another pastor. I'm not going to put it on my friend. I'm going to put it on me. Yeah. I'm going to say I want more. So I, if I want more, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to go find the lost. I'm going to invite people. I'm going to go do this stuff. You guys, if we're waiting for the next person to do it, it's never going to happen. We know it, but are we going to do anything about it? Come on. So what happens? And behold, the mountain the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses, chariots, and fire all around Elisha. So when the Syrians came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Strike this people, I pray, with blindness, and struck with them. Blindness according to the word of of Elisha. You know what's so cool is? He opened the, the kingdom opens the eyes, but he blinds the enemy. And first of all, the enemies aren't the, the lost. The enemy's the enemy. Man, You spend more time in heaven. I know some people go, well, the, the greater the call, the more you push in, the bigger the demons. Well, I like the idea is that if it's bigger demons, God's just going to give you bigger angels. And I just get to look at the angel and the demon can be behind that. But we, we have to break our mindset. Yeah. Well, I'm under attack. I'm under attack because things are because of what I'm called to do. No. Look and see what is really around you. Look and see that heaven is here, that Jesus said it is done. And you don't have to live in this realm of going, woe is me. Break that mentality of victim mentality, people. We can't go where we're going with being a victim. We can't be. Because you, you, look at yourself and say, I am responsible for my walk with Jesus. We have to. I am. It doesn't matter. You can go home and say, well, Kevin didn't get enough message. I wasn't fired up. I'm not hungry. No, he doesn't care. He doesn't because he loves me already. He's already told me it's good. He literally told me this. That you can't do anything about your message now. he well, couldn't. I can't. Especially being a prophetic preacher. I don't really have many notes in here. These are mostly just verses. Um, so, but, so that, I'm running out of time. Because oh. um, we want to pray for the sick. It's interesting. Verses just before that. So remember, that was in the Bible. There's a book called Second Kings. Just make sure come on church, I'm being honest, we need to read our Bible. This isn't just saying this. I'm like, I am actually completely convicted and I'm going to nail you guys over as much as I'm, anytime I'm, I'm going to keep on saying it. Because until we actually read the Bible, things aren't going to change in our lives. We need to know this. Because when I read the book of Acts, I'm like, oh, we can see healing. Oh my word. Guess what? Acts never ended. We are the next book of Acts. There is books of remembrance in the Bible writing down what you're doing. I'm curious in, in, in our, when we, when we get to heaven, I wonder if someday we'll just get to sit and tell stories. And they'll tell stories. Did you hear? Hear what Becky did? Come on. Did you hear what Chuck did? Come on. What Linda did? Come on. Did you hear? You remember that? Oh, my goodness. Well, why would you do that? It's going to be perfect and amazing. No, because this is the heart of the Father. He loves what you do. You're part of eternity, guys. Because, wait a minute, we're living eternity already. That's the key, guys. We're waiting to get to eternity. We have to start having a mindset of eternity that we're here now. We're here now. And if everything around you says this can't happen, then you have to actually change your mindset. You have to start choosing to say, no, I'm actually living now. Well, I don't feel it. Don't go by that. Your feelings will come. Your feelings will come. Because he's faithful. He promises. There's a verse. Hold on. This is my secondary notes. Um... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, second, not second, third. Oh man, where is that there? Oh, Luke 11, 13 For if then be evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? If you're saying I don't feel, oh, I hear that person's story, and you're saying, well, I don't have the Holy Spirit in my life like that. Ask Him. Yeah. And if it doesn't feel like it happened, then ask Him again. Yeah. Ask Him every morning, every lunch hour, every supper, every evening. Ask Him again. Come, Holy Spirit. And and if he's not coming, ask him why. You might find out there's a reason why. You might be something you're doing. But let him come the way he wants to come. Oh, man. It's interesting. Sometimes people come with me to do their problems, and you listen to a story, and I'm like, wow, you actually live an incredible life. Like, you're missing what God's doing here. This is incredible. You're set up for success. Really? Yes. Oh, this is, oh. You know, when you have the kingdom of God on your things, you get wisdom you shouldn't know. Because the kingdom of God's actually, again, back, I love talking about simple of the gospel. We were camping while well, we just were, and we're down the lake, and we end up connecting with some people that were not believers. She's actually a psycholo- a, a psychiatrist? A psychologist. Psych- psychiatrist, anyways, she, she's the brain person that meets the people and tells you if you're, how your brain's working. Right? Like she, I'm not even a legal count, a counselor. Like, I'm a, like, literally, she's like got her degrees, and literally that's what they talk about, all these degrees, da-da-da. And it just happened that her husband went to go get her stuff, and Donna and the kids were sitting up the, in the back of my truck, because we're going up this hill, off the beach. Up, it's, not, it's like in a campsite, okay? Just, we're not breaking laws. Anyway, trying to, I'm being recorded. So we're in this thing, and so she asked with her son, because she didn't want to walk up all the way up, she's like, ask Donna, can I just sit in the back of the truck while I was driving? And it was the weird. She gets in, and we had been talking to them, and she gets in. And something happened with her daughter, and whatever happened, I said, "Oh, don't worry, that's just normal, whatever." She's really, and we went all the way up for what I don't know, a couple of minutes. I literally get, I counsel her in that she's a good parent, that she can make it. You guys, I'm sitting there laughing in my head off inside. I'm like, we just heard all her degrees. Like this woman's brilliant. This is what she does, and and she's not just like she's like wowed. She's like, oh my goodness. She like, oh my, wow, really? But you know why? Because I covered it in hope. I said, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. But they don't have that in the world. They're trying to figure it out here. They don't have the connection. See, before he opened the eyes, before those guys came, and they had opened the eyes. It, verses before, and I love, I love this, because that was verses uh, 8 to 18, just before. And I felt that is that we need, when I say we need to get heaven, we need to experience heaven, we need to experience supernatural things. So it builds our faith. So there's a, I love the title of this, The Floating Axe Head. And now the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, see now, the place where we dwell with you is too small for us, please let us go to the Jordan and let every man take a beam from there and let us make there a place where we may dwell. Sorry, I keep on remembering they were getting in Spanish and they don't like me when I speak so fast. Then one said... Please consent to go with your servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them and they came to the Jordan. They cut down trees, but as one of them were cutting down a tree, the iron axe fell into the water. And he cried out and said, alas, my master, for it was borrowed. You guys, God cares about simple things. So the man of God said, well, where did it fall? You guys are the man or woman of God. You are the solution in every situation. You are. You are. You are. He goes, where was it? Just show me. And he showed him the place, so he cut off a stick. Oh, yeah, who doesn't do that? And threw it in there, poof, and made the iron float. You guys, that's supernatural. (laughs) Therefore, he said, pick it up for yourself. So he reached out his hand and took it. It's interesting to me, I felt when I was reading this, studying this, is that the Lord's like, I tried to show the supernatural before those next verses. He should have seen that already. He should have said, oh, the ax head. See, we're accountable for things we see. He shouldn't have been like, oh, no, there's people here to kill us. And he's like, wait a minute. We just had a supernatural event just happen. You said axe head? If he can make an axe head head, he can probably knock these guys out. What I'm saying is we have to start remembering of what God's doing and go create some testimonies. If you have not seen an actual supernatural miracle in front of you, then you need to stick around here a little more. Second of all, just go find somebody that really and just start praying for a lot of people. It'll happen. Especially if you've never done it, I'll tell you it's always fun going with people that haven't done it before. Because for some reason, because he's a good dad, he likes to build their faith. Yeah. He does? Yeah. It drives me nuts? Yes. My God, like, can I be remembered? Lord, I forget everything. This is all new, right? No. Yes. Because <laughs> it happened so easy back in the day. It's like, oh yeah. What? God heals. Oh man. Some of us need a touch from the Holy Spirit, and all you have to do is actually just start dwelling on when you have been touched stop going, oh, but this world is hard right now. No, no, no. Where are you, Holy Spirit? Where are you, Holy Spirit? Come on, the miracle's in the glory. The miracle's in the heavenly realm. It's in that realm of eternity with expectation. Do you actually live in the reality that you are a ladder from heaven to earth? Whoa, what does that mean? It's in the Bible. Jesus told... He said, I prophesy to, he says this to Nathaniel when he meets him. I prophesy to you eternal truth. From now on you will see an open heaven gaze upon the sons of men like a staircase reaching into the sky with the messengers of God climbing up and down, up and down. That's Jacob's ladder, you guys. Well, that was Jesus. Guess what he takes you. And I I didn't break it down because we didn't have time. But there's actually scripture to prove that you become the ladder because you have Christ in you. So when people meet you, are you are they meeting this open heaven going, Whoa, dude, your life is full of all sorts of stuff. I want to be known for that. I got heaven on me. Gold dust, woo, yeah. Those are just signs. Because they, what happens when we get excited and we start seeing people are healed and things start happening, it starts causing an eruption because you start believing what the Word says and if it worked, that part worked, then you start reading more and more and more and you're like, whoa, I can do some crazy stuff. I don't want to put a dab or anything, but I... When was the last time you, we tried to lay our hands on a dead person? No? Because I'll tell you, there was a, lot, a time in my life I did that. I'm talking to myself right now. There was a time where Pastor Mike Bowl and I sat in at Vancouver, and we were like literally fighting with the staff of the hospital to let us into their morgue. So they let us. We had to put our. They let us put our hands on the door to the morgue. (laughs) Did they rise up? No. I wish. I pray they do. But would have. But you know what I mean. It doesn't matter. I still went for. Where's that excitement to expect? Come on. Because I know, I've been around long enough to I'm accountable for what I've seen. I've seen too many miracles. Man, I've watched a finger grow in front of my face. She literally cut off her her, her nail, the whole part, at my at youth group, at my youth group back in the day, and they cut it off, and we had to remove it. Our, we, these kids were fired up. And they took off the bandage, just literally cut off, and we watched it grow in front of our eyes. You want to talk a little freaking weird in your mind? You're like, whoa, Jesus. We get excited. We need to see it, not because... There's nothing I can't, yes, we were all praying for it. I can't even tell you it was never one of us. We were all believing. Man, I've seen eyes open in front of me numerous times. I have seen deaf ears open up. Man, and we I don't want to have to talk about stories of when I was in India. I want to be in Canada. But we actually have to believe. We have to get past. I'm telling you, as a church, as a body, as a family, we gotta stop worrying about what people think. I'm gonna tell you one way of that. I feel like I'm healed. There was, we got, somebody prayed for me, anybody, I'm not talking, it doesn't have to be the person up here, prayed for me, and it's like, well I feel 100% right now, but if I tell that it's 100%, and then tomorrow or the next day I'm not, I'm gonna feel like I'm an idiot. And I lied. No, you didn't lie, you actually did feel 100%. You guys, we gotta get past worrying what people think and declare truth, because I believe actually, that's one reason we lose our miracles. We're so worried about actually declaring God and being faithful. Sometimes we just have to get out there and be like, I did, it had happened. Yeah. And it's not being stupid. Like honestly, sorry, I shouldn't use that word, but like it's not being like, oh, it's not reality. No, my reality is greater. Yeah. And it's not, I love what Willis always says. He says, I say, How you doing? I know he's not doing well. We're checking up on him, and he'll be like, Just symptoms, Kevin. Just symptoms. Because that's what they are. He didn't receive them. That's the difference. It's not, we're not some word of faith that went too far and it's like, well. No, you're walking with a can- cast and a cane. What happened to you? <laughs> nothing. What, what do you mean? Oh no, nothing. It's healed. W- why? Because two thousand years ago, got healed. Got healed two thousand years ago when Jesus did it. Yes. Can we? Is it, have you let anyone lay hands? No. It's healed. Well, would you like to have a little more freedom in that? <laughs> the problem is, and this is going to hit something hard here. The problem is, well, I don't want them to lay hands on me because I have, a, I have an ICBC claim in right now. How often does that happen? Whoa, let's be careful here. Let's be honest. Sometimes our biggest reason we're going to heal is because we actually have claimed our healing. It's become our identity. It's like, whoa, it's me, but do you not know? But if I tell them, I, somebody's been bringing me suppers every night and stuff, and if I tell them I'm better, I might lose that. Come on, people. We got to rise above that because God is good. When Jesus sent out the 70 i I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, oh, wow. Whoa, okay. Sorry, guys. If you need to leave, you can free to go, I will not be offended. I mean that because some people, I want to honor in our culture, we have lunches and all that stuff. How you doing, Glenn? You just stayed up. Dude, you know what you should do? Start playing some like Benny Hinn style, like just like the hallelujah or like Jesus. That's my style right there. If you really get to know me, I'm weird. I listen to like all the old stuff. Dude, I've been listening to Joshua Mills all week. It's like, oh my word. Oh my word, I love it. In the glory, <laughs> but it happens, right? Oh my word, so you bring back a lot of memories, right now. Why not? The reason why I I, I call it the Benny Hinn stuff. It's really actually just the, so back when the songs were just about glory, just about him. It's like Jesus is everything. It's all about Jesus. Oh, my God. We, it's when we actually glorified him. We weren't going, Lord, fix me. Yeah. Oh, I'm undone. Yeah. No, worthy is the lamb. Yeah. Worthy is the lamb. Hallelujah. Come on. I love that stuff, man. It's all in the name of Jesus. Nothing but the blood. Of... I won't sing, then you really will leave. Okay. I'm going to... I've trying a few. I got a land. I got a land. I got a land. I got a whole, like, nowhere. Jesus. I'm going to keep going, but uh, but let's actually expect some miracles to break through right now. I love it that there's laughter laughter in here because that actually changes things. i got to save this maybe. It's the go of the gospel. You actually have to go and expect and, and see things. So we have to, that's why I love the school, because we want to equip and get you so used to things happening and giving you opportunities happening that you'll just be like this is normal life. But we need that change, but it's the go and it's the, the excitement. Because it, it's exciting. Dude. I was I was able to last week. It was, your service was over, but I'm listening to the message on a, in the evening or later, and I'm like listening, and I was just as involved, man. I'm like miracles. You could feel it, and I'm excited. I'm like ooh, next week we'll see more. I just because let's get the people together and see more miracles. Why not? Yeah. Why the same reason why when Jesus sent out the seven, he expected miracles to come back. Jesus actually, this is the crazy thing, you guys. He actually expects the miracles. What do you mean he expects? He's the one doing it. Yeah. But he's expecting you to, to actually put your hand out and do it. And actually stand. Yes. Anyone that needs, oh I got some words to But anyone that just a miracle needs some miracle in their life, just stand up. I mean, we I wanna No, but do you know the hallelujah? Glenn, do you know that? Like hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, some other people start singing with me. Hallelujah. Come on, yeah. We don't even need his keys. Come on, because we honor him. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, get your focus on him. That's all that this is doing. We will get aware of you right now, God. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, Lord. We ask for just your touch this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit. Like you breathe upon your disciples, I ask you breathe upon us this morning that we would engage with heaven, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whoever's suffering with his uh, high blood pressure, but if I would like to specifically pray for who has the left. Hallelujah. For I don't know how to say the word. It's in your. It's in your heart. It's the electrical or That thing. Wait, can you say that? Ventricle. That thing. Your left one. Ventricle. Specifically, Your left one. that's causing. God. Just keep on singing. Keep on singing. Your blood pressure. Who's got the high blood pressure? Come on. Well, your hands are all up. Okay. Which? If you're help, I want you to come to the front. I want to pray. The one who high blood pressure. Come to the front. There. There. Come on. There you are. Hallelujah! Come on, come on. Alleluia. Static nerves over here. Blurry vision. You guys both have it. Alleluia. Come on. I get excited. Jesus, Jesus. Alleluia. Come on, you guys. Let's glorify Him. Hallelujah. I'm really bad at medical names. What's it when people get veins that you can see and stuff? Varicose veins. Come on. They're going to be healed. That's Jesus. Come on. In the glory. In the glory. Come on up. Come on up. Jesus. We need the healings. Come on. Lord, we glorify you. Holy Spirit, you're doing the work. Hallelujah. I want to go after mental illness. I feel like there's a grace in the room right now. Any mental illness, depression, come on up, I want to nail depression. The church isn't called to be depressed and this is not a shameful thing. Hallelujah. Lord, I just declare peace over everyone with mental illness right now. Just like you came, we're woken up and you declared peace over the waters. For the disciples we declare peace over their minds right now in Jesus name right now the peace of God is entering the room Ooh, engage in it Hallelujah. Hallelujah. because I want to I push a little bit. I want to become more aware of his goodness. I want to become more aware of his greatness in the room right now. Lord, I pray right now. I just see him coming in peace. I literally see people right now, like this young lady right there in the black. I just see the double Lord landing on you. And his peace coming over you right now. Come on. You in the, uh shirt there? Yeah. I Just want to encourage you right now during worship. I just see this break through your life. I see like something that was. I saw literally in front of you this big plug coming in, and this God's bringing you connection, bringing things that surround you. I don't know. I'm just actually gonna stay there. I'm seeing the word connection and something power coming, and then it's bringing you into a into something. So I'm gonna leave it there. I don't want to over. Jesus, come on. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So Lord, let it be. Lord, I see. thank you, Jesus. Power, God. Do you need a miracle anyway? you need a miracle? Okay. You need the power of God to hit you. Put your head, just just, just receive, you guys. Just keep worshiping, you guys. Just keep worshiping. Lord, I just thank you for the power of God. I just thank you for that angel that I saw right now. Lord Jesus, I just pray right now. Yeah, John, can you go lay hands on him, please? John, go put your hands on him, yep. Lord Jesus, Lord God, we just right now, Holy Spirit, come right now. Lord, we declare healing over him right now. In Jesus' name. A miracle right now in Jesus' name. And Jesus, create a miracle right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you. I saw power coming onto his life. power, God. Lord God, that you're going to rock him and see, Lord God, that he, he's actually a man that is called to move in power and move into signs and wonders. I actually feel that there's been a shift and right now I'm releasing hope over you in the name of Jesus because things have shifted and you're calling yourself God is calling you back. You're a man of power and you're seeing see signs and wonders follow you. Come on, as you step out. Come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, Jesus. Touch right now right now, Jesus, right now, right now, oh, oh. up. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Lord Jesus, be healing right now, be healing right now in Jesus' name, whoa, Woo, fire of God, fire of God, let it come, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, just engage right now, oh, right now, right now, thank you, Jesus, peace, right now Jesus' name, peace in Jesus' name, y'all, yeah. Peace. <laughs> he delights in you. Peace. Oh, Jesus. Woo. Oh yes. Coming home. Jesus. Yeah, come on. Oh man. Thank you, Jesus. Fire oh, God. Healing Jesus. Touch. Touch. Heal Lord God. Heal right now, in Jesus touch right now through our body. (laughs) You know the biggest key to praying for healing is not to get in the mind. (laughs) I can't do it. Please. Right now. Right now. Right now. Pressure. Right now. Power encounter. Power! Yes, blood pressure, come on. Jesus. But I saw it so clearly in the glory. Being healed in the service today. In Jesus. Whoa! Right now. What, what you need? Okay. Oh well, we yeah. Jesus, right now. They would never affect him in a negative way again. Never affect him again. Supernatural. Oh. God. The blood pressure? Jesus. We're for the glory. In the glory there's miracles. In the glory there's miracles. In the glory there's miracles. Jesus. Father of nations. Up in the natural, and releasing it from the supernatural. Come on, Ooh. Holy Lord God, anything that needs to be in the heart or anything right now in Jesus' name, be healed. We're gonna keep praying. I, I love the atmosphere, so you don't have to leave. And again, we honor the fact that if you need to leave, I just want to, so we want to bless you. I want to keep praying. I want to keep praying. But Lord, we just bless and we send out God with expectation of good reports. We say, expect that we're going to hear them say, oh my word, we saw Satan fall from heaven. From 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 this not heaven, from the sky, like lightning. Come on. Okay? We declare that over you guys. Feel free. We're going to keep going. But we, 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 those are online right now. Grab these words too. Lord, I just pray, Lord God, that they don't feel your presence right now. But we're, we're experiencing, we experience it in worship, Lord God. Release your hunger over that. You guys keep going. You guys keep going.